What's up, everybody? Arena Possible. We're out here. We're vibing. The Warriors are your champions, in case you missed it the last couple weeks. Been a minute since we got on here. Steph. Yeah, talk about it. Finally got his finally got his final MVP. Of course we gotta talk about it, Joseph. Of course we gotta talk about it. So let's get right into it. Warriors win. Steph gets his finals MVP that he probably should have got a while ago. But he got it now. Balled out. Really no question in this one. We don't need to spend a ton of time ton of time on the the finals because we did spend like three separate episodes slash live game yeah. live streams for it. But Joe, just kind of give me your, your thoughts. I guess the question that I want to know, we obviously still got the finals MVP, but the thing that got kicked around for a while and is somehow being debated, maybe one of you guys are going to take that same, in my opinion, stupid side, but um, are the Warriors officially a dynasty? They've been a dynasty, haven't they? This is their second oh, run to a championship. <laughs> They've already been a dynasty. Four, four and eight years. Yeah. I don't I don't know what else you call it, but they're right. a dynasty. Would, Devion, I know you don't yeah. like them. But... No, I don't. But yeah, they are. Um uh, can't really deny it now. At this I point, see it's next a lot of the old heads trying to trying yeah. to like throw shade on it. It always it seems to come back to like Jordan's era, like trying to talk about no the Celtics and then the Magic Lakers and the Bulls and the Nineties, yeah. like those were and half the old heads. Half the old heads talking weren't even part of the dynasties. They was getting their ass beat. Yeah, like, like I, I don't get it. What they consider a dynasty? People who like three peat. Yeah, that was like that was one thing uh, I heard. Like, well, they never three peated. Like, so uh, then you saying Kobe never had a dynasty then with the Lakers? They three peated once. Yeah. But do yeah. you really call you call that that was a dynasty team? I mean, I mm-hmm. would call it a dynasty. I would, but I don't know if I would call it a dynasty. the same logic that they're using. There's no way in hell they can call it a dynasty. Yeah, that's fair. I think. He, well, I guess that's a dynasty. I'm gonna go with five years. You have to have five years of being like the like top good. tier there, or, or at yeah, least you get to the conference finals. Like you gotta be there at least three out of five years. You gotta be there. If you're not, it's fine, but you can be one of the, like, got to be one of the greatest teams ever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they didn't make, yeah. they, they, was this, they were out for two, two years. Two years. Yeah. But, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I mean, the injuries is what it was. Yeah. yeah. And same thing with the Lakers. Yeah. Same thing with the Lakers. Three. Then you miss the playoffs with two years, come back, two peak. <laughs> got one of the greatest teams. Arguably, what one of the top three you can, I guess, we we'll just say that just not argue. Top three greatest teams ever. I don't know the fuck. I don't care if it was if they only had three good years. What, what you gonna say? <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying? I think I, I think a lot of it yeah. comes down to a lot of people are still just like kind of butt hurt that Durant went there and made like the NBA predictable uh, for, a fun, few, yeah. for a few years, but like at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh. You, on every championship team, you had Curry, Clay, Draymond, and I mean, you can kind of say Iguodala. You can say Iguodala, but he was a non-factor this year. But like, they had their their main guys were there for all of them. It's not like it was like if the Laker, if you to use your Lakers example, if you wanted to try and say like combining like the years that Kobe won with Shaq and with like Gasol and Bynum, like no, that's what I was trying to get. Those are those are two separate yeah. things, right? Those but like two separate dynasties. Yeah, yeah Kobe being like the only consistent piece in there. That like to me, I don't. To me, this is a very clear. Yeah, cut. Obviously, a dynasty. Give them their props. They're good. You can hate them, but you hate them because they're good. They built a good team, the and they don't really have. But they're not running back next this year. They have no care. Oh, you are you are like they've been champions for two weeks, and you. are Jump off the off the train. Yep, because everybody jumping we'll, on the train act we'll like they gonna win it again next year. Like, come on, bro. Like, calm down. Like, calm down. They, yeah. it's not uh, like they I'm not going. Yeah, they was not that good this year. Like, let's be real. They were. They were. They played a better team in the finals. It would have been a different story. 
Yeah, I don't think I ain't gonna, like they they were good and stuff, but I'm not. Gonna, I can't just go in and just say all oh, they go. That's fair. No, I mean we, it's not. You know it's not saying? like yeah. It's not like it's they not like it was when I had Durant. When it's like okay, yeah, they're gonna win again the next yeah. year I for that. sure. But I I think they deserve to be the favorite. They That's have fair. Right. That's fair. Opinion. They deserve to be the favorite. That's fair. It's like yeah. the Bucks were the favorite yeah. until they didn't want oh. the. It's not like there's any big piece that's going to be going away. They should get Wiseman back, you know, like see what he looks like next year because that could be a whole other element to their team. But let's get to the let's get to the offseason kind of drama is what I'm going to call it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to uh, John Wall because some news just broke and he's on our list. All right. Things to talk about. All right. We can do that. We can do that. I was gonna kind of pair the the wizards people, the former wizards. I mean, it together, just came it's across. Cool. It's cool. It just came across. It did. It did. John Wall is getting a buyout. So good for John Wall. He will finally actually get to play basketball again. Uh, Guess where he's gonna go? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm curious to see where you think. Uh, he's gonna go. Where do you think he's gonna Clip- go? Clippers. He's gonna try to sign with Clippers. The- Woj says plans to sign with the Clippers. Woj and Dave McMenamin, what's his name? Yeah, Dave McMenamin and Woj says he plans to sign with the uh, Clippers. That's interesting. Actually, that's... Is that better than... uh, That's better than who they got right now. Uh, What's his name? Reggie Jackson? Yeah, it's better than Reggie Jackson. Is it? Is it? Do we know that? Yeah, that's fair. He ain't played in two and what three years? <laughs> three years. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you see, you've seen what you see what John Wall's looking like these days. A little chubby. Yeah, you got a little gut on him. Hey man, <laughs> something, have, something about Houston. There's something about Houston. These guys go down. They paid him not to play. Like, come on. No, yeah, the th- yeah. I mean, it's just to me, like it seemed like John Wall was actively trying to get out of Houston. So, like, you would have thought maybe. I don't know. I would have thought he was training a little harder. But, you know, maybe he was working on other parts of his game, working on shooting, stuff like that. Who knows? Not gonna... Hey, last time he was training too hard, he slipped and fell in the shower. I'm just saying. We ain't seen him play since he slipped and fell in the shower. I don't know what NBA, pl- NBA player can't. I don't know what he was doing in that shower. But I'm just saying, if you're an NBA player, you think you could stand up in the shower without falling. You would hope so. Devion, what are your thoughts on the John Wall situation? Um, Rockets suck, so <laughs> I wouldn't want to play there anyways. Like he he played well. Like uh, I think he did enough to like the showcase. fifteen games. The fifteen games they actually let him play over the last two years. <laughs> yeah, right. like when they actually let him play, he showcased himself. He was like, all right, he still got that spark, and then they just didn't play him. Like. That's, like, Ooh, that's, we may win man. a couple too many games, <laughs> bro. That's a that's what I'm saying. That's a lot of money. That was like he had what, like a 47 million dollar contract or something, and he had to get a buyout. To but I, I'm cool with the Clippers because if my competition is Reggie Jackson, I take my chances because he's not consistent. He just plays for the Clippers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> straight he's up, the worst, he's the worst version of John Wall to me. Bro, he's so, supposed to be only getting 19 minutes a game, and he getting like 32, 34. Yeah, but yeah. but to John Wall, he's a, the he's, only a clutch, way. he's a pretty clutch performer though. Like I think he got kind of got to give yeah. Reggie Jackson that. Reggie Jackson, I agree, he's not like some like star player. Like, but he got more that than what should be. He should just be a role player. He got but, that little bit of that like Mario Chalmers. He got yeah. that Mar- Mario Chalmers mentality where he think like, "Ooh, I'm finna get off." Like, dog, calm down, man. Like, no. Well, yeah, he got a he's that's a the- superstar in a dysfunctional system. So yeah, like, <laughs> that's why I was like John Wall. I guess like going to the Clippers is to just showcase your talent, and you hope that Kawhi comes back and he plays because if not, you just blew forty seven million. And now you well, just no, going low. Sure, I'm sure he got a you know chunk. Of or that could put a lot of yeah, pressure on him, he, and then he could be, be he could yeah. be Westbrook for the Lakers, but instead he'd be with the Clippers. I'm just saying we ain't seen yeah. him play in a minute. I mean, if you go there, you're the third option, and if everything falls apart when you're there, they're gonna treat you just like they treated West. Well, maybe not because don't nobody care about the Clippers, but it's possible. I don't know, man. I I I don't get it. 
like I I liked some of the, like the midseason moves they made to clearly gear up for this year. You know, getting Covington, and um, I'm blanking on blanking on. Um, there was one other uh, Powell, Norm Powell. Oh yeah, I forgot about um, Powell. Yeah. You know those those were nice moves that they made midseason. That was I mean clearly that's that's geared for this upcoming season. They knew they had no yeah. shot last year, but I like to me. I don't know. Maybe you guys feel differently about some of their players. Who's their best shooter? Like that's going to play a lot. Like Luke Kennard. I don't know what his men's going to look like now that you bring in uh, John Wall. Like, is Paul George your best shooter? Kawhi. Yeah, like none, rough, of those guys, none of those. None of those. I mean, Kawhi's <laughs> a good shooter. Like they're like, and PG's a, a good shooter. But oh, man, they're like, not lights just, out. I feel like when that comes playoff time, I feel like people are just going to shrink and say, yeah. all right, beat us from the outside. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's the move for me. Like I, I like Covington is like either. a nice shooter. Norm Powell is a nice shooter. They have no knockdown shooter. So like, that's what, like, I don't know. Cause like you're obviously going to pay him. A, I, well, I don't know how much you got to pay yeah. him. After, after you don't like, you don't like sham it. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. He damn. I'm thinking two, three years ago. My fault. Yeah, I'm trying to come up with a shooter. I'm trying to come up with a shooter. They really don't have one. You ain't lying. Like I don't expect John Wall to be like a great defense. Like he was a good defender back in his Wizards days. I don't know that I expect that from him now, though. Yeah. So check this though. Like maybe play Uh passing lanes and stuff. But yeah, check this. This might be a solid move to. Because they don't have no shooters. Paul George probably is the best shooter. But if you got John Wall, John Wall could attack the basket and he could distribute that ball. So attracting mm-hmm. some shooters now is a little bit more, a little bit easier. Get, I don't like, know. Who's really That's available? But see, the like, thing I'm, about I'm looking, at, like, like, I'm looking yeah. at free agents. Like you got Gary Harris, decent shooter. Joe Ingles is an okay shooter. Torian Print, Jeremy Lamb. I guess that's like your, like probably the best like pure shooter out there. Like, He's like a guess, low budget. I don't know. Ariza, yeah, low Patty, budget. Ariza. Patty Mills has a player option, but I assume he's probably gonna go. He's gonna probably take that with the Nets. I wouldn't. So, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. Especially why would I come? I wouldn't go to the Clippers to play behind them and stuff like that. So I, I would stay where I'm at. Um, I don't know. That's the thing. But your best bet is just to have. You know what I'm saying? Right now, they don't have an argument to me who wants to go play with the Clippers. But now if you get John Wall, at least somebody who will get you the ball, it might be a little easier. I'm not going to say you're going to run to go there, but it's just like a better argument for him to go. But it ain't really many shooters unless you go package something up and go trade some people. But I still don't see how they're going to do that. They're going to be playing old school ball mm-hmm. in a new league. So... That's gonna be tough. I'm just saying, you saw how tight it got for my Heat mm-hmm. in the Eastern Conference Finals, yeah, and that's when they're running cool. like two like lethal shooters in their lineup with Duncan Robinson and Max Strews. There's nobody like that on the Clippers, not even in my close. Opinion. Not Unless even I just close. haven't seen them yet. I'm not gonna um, act like I know the Clippers roster like one through fifteen, but that's just kind of my takeaway. But let's go to let's talk about John Wall's uh, previous teammate, Bradley Beal. We all love him. He's going to opt out and then re-sign for the Supermax with the Wizards. <sighs> Big sigh. Why, Brad? Why? Bro. But, I mean, I, I get you, it. It's 250 I million reasons for him to do it. I get it. And I just want to say this. I want to say this real quick, and I'll kick it to you guys. You hear me? <laughs> I'll kick it to you guys on this. This does not mean he won't still demand a trade. Like, this is – no matter yeah. what, this is the smart thing to do. Get the contract, then ask Get your paper. Trade. That's a fact. <laughs> now, he could have tried to do what Kyrie looked like attempted to do by, like, saying, no, I'm going to reject it, and then the only way that I'll sign is if you agree to sign and trade him to a team of my liking. He could have tried that, but I still think this is a safe way. I think he probably is going to try and make it work in Washington for another year or two before he would ultimately try to ask for that trade. But Joe, what do you think? Our fellow CCP guy. Man. He's he know his role. He's second fiddle. He's second fiddle. 
Shit, he gonna end up being well, third fiddle. Because Jason Tatum, David Lee and Jason Tatum, great NBA players. Because David Lee got a championship. Jason Tatum gonna get him one. Brad gonna be forgotten. Boy, about. David. Know, that's, it is Lee what it is. Third it is what it is. Boy, no, he not. Boy, he David Lee yes, he is. was David Lee was the only thing working for the Knicks for about seven years. And didn't do shit. <laughs> he got that. What you mean? Ring. David, what you talking about? He was an all star. He was a, yeah, but David, he, ain't David, Brad he was the best thing in the last five years. You, you can name two good things for the Knicks. Carmelo Anthony and David Lee. Amari Sadamara. And Amari Sadamara. And then Julius Randle. I'm just that's more of a commentary saying, on the I'm mix, saying, though. Like I'm that's saying. not necessarily yeah. like pumping David Lee up. That's just how fucking terrible. Yeah, maybe, terrible. maybe David Lee to be your best. Brad, gonna, Brad gonna be the only one without. He gonna be the only one without a championship. Bro, that's bro, not that. about, you're not about. You're not about to just hand Jason. Shit, Taylor you might as well throw JoJo White up there. Actually, first of all, oh, he's got. I get one. First of all, JoJo White got one with the Celtics, so he's probably actually number one. So Brad gonna be number four. Come on, you can't play for the Rizzi's your whole career and not sniff even a West, uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Like, bro, y'all had one good playoff run, and then y'all met. First of all, hey, let me ask you a question, Joe. Let me ask you a question. They were a game seven away from the Eastern Conference Finals. When did I don't care. When did David? If my aunt was a man, a she'd be my uncle. Boy, when he had a what? When did David Lee even have close to a season like Brad Bill even last year? 31 points. Four, re- four no, assists. No. He, ain't gonna, he had plenty of 20 and 10 Yeah, plenty of 20 and 10 Right, but bro. he didn't win his championship until he was relegated to being just a role player on the Man. Bench. Juwan Howard. He's Juwan, it was Juwan Howard. Juwan Whatever, Howard. he got David one. Lee's fantastic. He got one. Yeah, he, yeah, he but got like, one. He's not... To well, use we can't the give common, that ring. To use the common TNT analogy right now, he was not a bus driver. He was not a bus driver on the team that won. All right. Fuck no. And we ain't going to use that to bump him, elevate him over Brad. No. Brad could stop right he was a bus now, driver. and his career is better than David Lee's by a mile. So all right, if he all stopped right, right nope. now. David Lee had a very no, good man. career. Not, he did have a good career, but it ain't. Come on, man. Relax, bro. No way. For one, for one, for one, anybody who played on the Knicks. That's halfway decent. Should shine. Ain't like you got many people on there who go who go steal your shine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Fair. come on, bro. Like, Fair. It's the Knicks, Fair. man. Fair. Like, but he was cold. I'm not gonna lie. David Lee was a beast. He really, really was a beast. But I just don't see him being better than. I'm just saying. Um, my, I maybe it's a little hyperbole. Maybe it's a little hyperbole. But come on, man. You gotta leave DC, though. Like, I don't care how much you love DC. I don't care how good it's been to you. I don't care what you've done. You re, he revamped a historic uh, basketball court in D.C. Every, blah, every blah, blah, city, every city in America day, could use some take, charity. You, it's America. He was going to lose. Exactly. Exactly. What's he really going to lose out on? He was going to lose like $30 million, bro. Like, you still is going to make hella money, and you would have regained that $30 million if you would have went chase ring. Like, just go get the but, but look. ring. I'm not getting. I'm not but getting. No, nope, players that get be. Was you gonna be one of those Brad dudes where like one person say, "Oh, you remember Brad Bill?" They are gonna say, "Oh yeah, he was real good." But yeah. was he? Ain't he, ain't he like what? 27, 28? Bro, he twenty nine. Are 28. you crazy? You think like, bro? You think I'm crazy, you're not, younger than us? I'm not. First I'm of all, about to be twenty nine. I'm, I'm not walking away for two hundred and fifty million dollars at the end of the day. If you sucked as a player, you great as a player, at least I'm ultra rich. I'm not walking away from that type of money, bro. Like, come on, man. This is a I still th- I still think he's just trying to give them a chance to see how this plays out with him and Porzingis. Like, that's a decent No, he's addition. not. No way. You don't believe that. You don't believe that. Yeah, I do. Will you- I think I think you don't even believe that in your heart. No, I Bradley Bill situation. I don't think a Bradley Bill situation. You said I there, don't tell me you would would you sit there and be like give me Porzingis before that they gave me West a chance. You're not no way. He's not thinking that. There's no way Bro, hell he us, believes that they're gonna bring some talent in there. As people that are not as talented no, as No, it doesn't. It didn't work with good thing is work with Bradley Bill. 
Yeah, you, that was Luca's fault that it didn't that work. Was, yeah, Luka, that was Luca's fault. That was a perfect Luka situation. Did, for Luca him. playing like trying to be James Harden when he had Porzingis. That, I, that I was agree. Luka. I agree. That, that was, was Luca. Perfect I'm just situation saying, for him. Joe, you're talking about it from a perspective like us who are just objectively sitting here like, mm, Brad's probably already a stretch to be like the best player on a championship team. Like we all kind of know that. Like he's best suited to be the second best player mm-hmm. on a championship team. But when you're as good as Brad fucking Beal. Thanks. You're not – like, that's you don't not think a way – you don't think about yourself like that. So, I think he's like, oh, I got Porzingis. I think that probably complements me the best out of all the good players I've played with. Like, as good as John Wall was, as good as Westbrook is, like, a, a big to go with him that can pick and pop and shoot, help space the floor, free up the lane for him. I feel like he, in his head, is probably thinking, like, yeah, we'll make this work. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll make gonna this bring work. they going to bring in? I don't think they it's going to work. <laughs> no, he got well, – come on, you got to be real. It's fine. It's going to be – Who's the third option? Words. The, maybe maybe the, this year Rory will take the step. The, the referee <laughs> is the third option. <laughs> but but you got to oh, think about man. it, man. $250 million, man. I got to – I'm going to do one or two years. I'm going to get my max contract. Two years, if you're not bringing me that, you can force a trade and somebody go give you something for Bradley Bill and then pay that money. So he ain't he ain't all bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He'll be he, I mean, think about in, in, he cool. in a year or two, he's gonna be thirty yeah. or thirty-one. He's still got plenty of good years left. He can shoot. He can drill. He can do everything. His he game ain't just years. gonna dissipate out of nowhere. He ain't a dunker. You know what I'm saying? You'll be more worried about like a Westbrook career because it's built off of le- athleticism versus uh, Bradley Bills. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I take Bradley Bill at thirty-one. Pair him up with somebody. I man, I. Why damn near get rid of my whole team and put shooters around him? Cause he can shoot. The, he go get you. He can get you thirty. Just put some shooters and some talent around. Like Porzingis is I am telling you this. this I'm intrigued here. by how the how the Wizards fill out their roster. Yeah. Again, I don't think they're really going to be able to compete just because I think the teams at the mm-hmm. top of the East are just going to make the playoffs though. So better be. Yeah, I think. I think they'll be. I think they'll be up. All right, let's move to the big drama story. Nets drama, but nothing's gonna fucking change. So all that talking and threats and and all that bullshit for nothing. So <laughs> Kyrie Irving is opting in. He looks like he's just gonna play out the contract. Looks like the contract extensions are dead with the Nets at least until maybe next offseason, depending on how this year goes. That's going to satisfy KD, who will stay, I'm assuming. He's going to stay now that his boy's back, and they're <laughs> they're going to get Ben Simmons, and they'll try and fill out the roster somehow uh, to make that all work. So, Joe, first, I want to ask you, did you actually think <sighs> that your dumbass Lakers had a fucking prayer of getting Kyrie Irving for $6 million? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Thank Hell God. no. Kyrie lost first, Kyrie lost 17 million just from missing the games from COVID. You think he was going to turn down 36 million? What's 36 <laughs> million plus 17? Will, can you do that math for me real quick? That's, 50, That's 57 2 million dollars or something like that. 53. 53 million. You think he's going to turn down 53 million, man? Like seriously, he's not going to do that and and then get 6 million. That's just dumb. But first of all, this narrative that people are trying to run with this early ever since he opted in that, oh, now he's committed to Brooklyn. No, that's not true. I mean, he can still request a trade. It's called a sign and trade. I know. So that's the thing, though. That's what makes it hard to trade for him because you got to get that guarantee. That team is going to need to know he's going to resign with us or I'm not going to trade for you. Also knew Kyrie not going to the Lakers, first of all. Because the Lakers tried to trade Taylor Horton Tucker and Russell Westbrook and the 2026 first round pick for Michael Brogdon. And the Pacers said no. Get Kyrie, even if he does, even after he signed in, after he opted in, and you trying to trade, what do you think you got to give up? You got to give up Anthony Davis, THT, three first round picks. Like, ain't nobody finna take, nobody nothing to take. Yeah, but see, take that. Joe, the difference there is the only piece you have is Anthony Davis that you can give up. That's it. No, no I hear you, but the, I'm, no, 
the different the difference is though what you already mentioned is that Kyrie has leverage in the situations. He can choose the spot. <laughs> like if Kyrie really wanted to go to the Lakers, he said, All right, Brooklyn, I'm either gonna walk or but, you can get something for me. That's different than Michael Brogdon, who has no leverage and you have to actually impress the Pacers. Like that's, that, that's the only thing I'm saying. Like like it's a little bit of a different that's situation, fair. but I agree. The Nets and you, you just know like KD and LeBron, I think, are are like cool off the court, like not best friends or anything. But like they're competitive as fuck when it they're comes cool. to their their legacy and their careers. Yeah. KD's not going to be going for just giving Kyrie away to to LeBron in LA, unloading Westbrook. <laughs> like he's not into doing LeBron a favor in the basketball world. Is my point. So, yeah, I agree. the The list of teams I thought was really and then thing. if you do today, what's KD gonna do? Oh, the list of teams is <laughs> request his trade. Uh, if I'm the, if I'm the, I'm not giving you to any of those teams. Yeah, uh, it was yeah, an interesting. It was a, one was shocking to me, but I'll I'll save that. Devian, what was your kind of thoughts on that whole situation? Dallas with Kyrie and, and how it played up. <laughs> no, that actually wasn't uh, the most shocking one. Yeah. Um, I knew we wasn't getting them for six million for sure. I don't think Kyrie is staying there. I think. You know, because if the Brooklyn Nets, I know what you're saying with the Westbrook, why would you trade for him? At least Westbrook will play. You don't, you're not going to have issues with Westbrook. You know, you both paying a whole bunch of money. At least you got a chance of somebody playing. Kyrie, you don't know what you're going to do. I think he's going to get traded by the deadline, personally. If, if their season doesn't go well, I agree. Yeah. Like, if they just have a bad start, I could see yeah. them moving him. No, but the the one Joe, the one that I was talking about that was shocking to me was Philly. Like, wasn't the whole thing him like Harden? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's why he wanted out. Like the Heat was not shocking because the Heat was on his original list when he wanted out of Cleveland. So like that didn't shock me. Um, I was personally very okay if they were going to take like a Lowry and Duncan Robinson plus maybe a pick. But like, I didn't want to give up. I got step away real quick. Hold on. All right, go handle your business. Keep going. Uh, but the, the thing that the thing that I didn't want to like I didn't want to give up like a Tyler Hero or like or like a people actually mentioned for okay that remind me Chris Broussard needs to be drug tested. He yeah, said he's if the crazy, Nets bro. if the Heat want to trade with the Nets they start with Jimmy Butler and Bam. I saw. I saw for, that. Yeah, that's not Kyrie happening. and Ben Simmons. I was like, are, are you out of your fucking mind? No, no. First you give all, Tyler Hero point, and Jimmy Butler maybe, is better than Kyrie, and Bam is better than Ben Simmons. So why the fuck would the Heat even? Like, if yeah. I can tell you this much right now, you give him Tyler like Hero and a and a draft pick. That I wouldn't even give him Hero if Kyrie's asking to be out. Like, if Kyrie's forcing his way out, I'm not even giving you that. Like, I'll give you some shooters and a first-round pick. But nonetheless, some of these people, like, if Pat Riley would have got on the phone with Sean Marks and he said Jimmy Butler and Bam for Kyrie and and Ben Simmons, I guarantee you Pat Riley would have probably said, fuck you, and then hung up the phone. Yeah, He would have hit him with that classic. The people who are making those suggestions, yeah, the people. People who are asking those questions don't know basketball, obviously. Curry 100% does not fit with them. It'd be Deion Waiters all over. Yeah, I mean, that was already going to be a stretch. It, it would already, it was already, it was definitely. Like, yeah, see, you really think Kyrie's going to show up to Pat Riley one day and be like, I ain't playing today because Roe v. or some shit like that. I ain't playing today. Like, you, you think Pat Riley going to? take that come on now you think it is true that pat riley um no not pat with that Kyrie ring was held in his own practices after steve nash had a whole practice and the brooklyn nets had a whole practice and Kyrie was taking four or five guys and holding his own practice after practice you really think that's gonna work in miami ain't no no fucking way like come on bro this one to me like miami Kyrie, even though miami bro you know you're not working in Miami because you got. Hey, I I think I, I don't know excuses. about that. I I I think it could have worked. Like from that, like personality wise, I think it could have worked because I don't get the sense that like Kyrie's not like a a hard worker. Like when he's working, 
And I, I think oh, one thing, I think the one thing that the Heat do that a lot of people don't necessarily associate, because I think a lot of people associate like tough, gritty, like our way or the highway type thing with the Heat. I don't necessarily think that's all the way true. There's a no. line that won't be crossed. Like when LeBron came, LeBron's a bit of a diva. They worked with LeBron. Now LeBron is a whole nother fucking stratosphere. But that's LeBron. Kyrie Irving. But like there, there's a story. Um, I forgot where I was. Someone was talking about it reliving the story lebron's first year in miami and he got into it with spo and and basically it was like in spo's office and spo just went mm-hmm. up and said he, he he wrote pat riley's phone number on on his little whiteboard in there and said call him get me fired call him and get me fired that's Spo's uh-huh. rookie year rookie head coach year he said call him like there's lines that won't be crossed but i think that there are also bridges of like i think they would get buy-in from Kyrie, and there'd be an understanding I mean, because basically look at it. Jimmy Butler played 60 games. Bam played 50-something games. Like, no one on the Heat last year played 80. Like, Kyle Lowry missed a lot of games for personal reasons. A lot last of games. Year. So, so I think, I think right. it could have worked in that sense. But, yeah, I I, I, I never really thought it was going to happen because I, the, I know the way the Heat think. If they see Kyrie's leaving, they're not asking for Kyrie. They're going to be asking for KD. That's a, that's yeah Pat exactly. Ryan. Pat was going to go. Pat Rose was going to go with the big fish, not the little fish. But I'm I'm happy to see them run it back. I'll put it to you like that. I'm happy to see them run it back. I think it can be. I think it's going to either going to go amazing or awful, and I can't wait to see which one. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's going to be entertaining. That's for damn sure. All right, Devion had some something come up. He actually has to hop off for the rest of the episode, but. Joe and yeah. I can hold it down. Yes, sir. Let's talk about let's talk about the Spurs. Uh, Dejounte Murray is being shopped. Only team that I see that has real interest that I've seen so far is the Hawks. And the interesting little side note there is that they are not including John Collins. Like no John Collins in it. Yeah, I want to know your thoughts on this one, Joe. Like fit, but I mean. First of all, it's weird to see the Spurs looking like they're going like full tank. Yeah, like that's not really something you would think like with Popovich, like at his age. But I don't know. Everyone's really obsessed with that. Presumably next year's number one overall pick. So I don't know. Uh, but yeah, what are your what are your thoughts on this one, Joe? Man, that doesn't make sense to me. If you're the Atlanta Hawks, like that's why they don't want to give up John Collins. You need John Collins because that pick and roll with him and Trey Young is just ridiculous. Like. You need a big man that can do that pick and roll with Trey Young because that's what the NBA is. But when you, you well, have, I, th- I think I think John Collins is good as guard. It's a ball just, hog. But you gotta get really, something for think, him. John Collins is a ball hog. I, I, I didn't I think he, that with John Collins. Yeah, you because know, he plays with the Spurs. But he still had a high usage right. rate because he's the best player. But I mean, if he goes to the Hawks, you tell me there's gonna be enough. There's enough ball for Durante Murray to do his thing and Trey Young to do his thing. Like, that's the whole problem with the Atlanta Hawks for the last two years. They got too many people who want the ball. Like, you need to get somebody who can create their own shot. Or, no, what you really need is some spot-up shooters, for real. And just let Trey Young do his thing and have John Collins like that. I don't understand how they just got too many people playing the same positions and you're going to bring in another guard. You had too many forwards. It makes no sense. See, to me, that was like their big yeah, they want to make I mean, a they, so it makes I think sense. I think the I think I think the Hawks line of thinking is they know they need an upgrade in talent at the top end, you know, because I think one thing they saw last year in the playoffs, look what happened when the Heat, pretty like took picked up Trey Young full court. Trey up. He, he couldn't do it. Yeah. Say, okay, that's fair. We're gonna give it to our six eight point guard, and let Trey play off the ball until we get into the half court. So like I. I'm I'm more with you, Joe. Like where I don't, I still don't fully understand it, because I think their thinking is though, if they can essentially send picks, and I think it was Gallinari that they were the like the player that was being attached to it, Gallinari plus picks, then they will flip John Collins for picks and kind of recoup the picks, so essentially be. Gallinari for DeJounte Murray, which would be an upgrade. You'd still have Bogdanovich, who is kind of the, the yeah. shooter that you're referencing that can put it on the floor a little bit. 
it would be really interesting to see what they do at the four if they made that move, because I don't know who's going to replace John Collins. You still got Me. Capella, you know, who, who like you were saying, Trey Young can still run his pick and roll with, with Capella, who's had a lot, they've had a lot of success together. And I think another thing that DeJounte Murray would add is some good perimeter defense, which they they do not have. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Maybe they go small. Herder like, is trade. not that dude. No, I mean he's a he's he's actually a fine cool. defender. Like, I, he's not like he's not. But cool. maybe maybe that's their plan. Maybe they go small and they're like, you know, they see the way the NBA is going. Maybe they'll go Trey, uh, Murray, Bogdanovich, Hunter, Capella. Like, maybe that's their their five and just kind of run and gun. They have a lot of switchable pieces. They can one get away four. with that a little bit, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you have two guys that are like six eight and Murray and and Hunter. I don't, yeah, I don't know. That makes sense. I, and then, and then I don't know. Mur- that makes sense though, because then you can put Murray on their best, uh, their best guard. Because Trey not playing no defense. So yeah, maybe I don't know. The more the more we talk about, it, the more I like it. But when I first saw yeah. it, my first battle, I was like, really, <laughs> the Hawks? Huh? But who y'all want? Yeah. All right. Okay. They actually, the more we talk about it, we're getting we're getting there. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You know what they're doing a little bit. I think that I think I think the more I think about, it, I think that would be a net positive for them because, like you were saying, they're very redundant when it comes to Gallinari, Bogdanovich, Herder. Like that's like three people that are the same exact player. They do the same do, thing exactly. Like, diversify, and I think taking some of the playmaking responsibility, like off of Trey Young's load, would be probably beneficial. For him and Probably, like his career yeah. and, and everything. Yeah. How often do we see how often do we see Trey play off ball? Nice to see him play off ball more. Get those Steph Curry looks at the three. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually don't think Trey Young's that great of a three point shooter, but that's just me. Well, I mean, it's 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 tough. I think like if you just if you just give him like knockdown, like catch and shoot threes, I I think he's probably about as lethal as it gets. His percentage yeah. is never gonna be that great because he takes a lot of tough ones. You know, so like stupid stories. Yeah, like you're not Steph, bro. Yeah. No one is. <laughs> no, no one is. But all right, here's the here's the last bit of uh, I guess free agency news that I want to talk about, Joe. The Suns got a situation here. What do they do about DeAndre Ayton? Got no more years yeah. left on that contract. Extend him, max him. I mean, he wants a max. So I want to ask you, Joe, put your GM hat on. If you are the GM of the Phoenix Suns, how do you handle this eight and situation? Do you give him the money well, or you let him walk? What I'm going to say first is I heard some crazy shit on NBA radio from your favorite analyst. It wasn't Justin Termini. It was that's his name. Who's on with Justin Termini? I'm drawing a blank on his name all of a sudden. But anyway, he does the he does the color commentary for the Phoenix Suns as oh, well. Eddie uh, Eddie Johnson. This yeah. fool said that, they should sign jealous and trade him to get Kevin Durant. He said sign and trade boy. So they can get <laughs> yeah, Kevin I mean that Durant. would be nice. Trade Aiden. I was like, really? I was like, really? Like Devin Booker, like DeAndre Aiden. Fuck that. What's about to happen? If I'm the Phoenix Suns, I'm not signing DeAndre Ayton. You don't, you don't stress the floor enough for me. You're a big man, and it's nice you get the rebounds. You gonna let you walk. You're gonna get paid. The New York Knicks are gonna pay you, and it's gonna be end up being a bust. It is what it is. You need to play small ball anyway because he really wasn't helpful for you this season. Quite honest, you got. Mikael Bridges out there who's uh, showing that he can become a star. So you make room for him. You can just go small, get you another power forward, and just play small ball. I think it would be great. I'll let him walk. He's good, but he's not good yeah, enough I mean, to I keep. He's not that tr- the, the, generational the obvious, talent that everyone obvious, thought he was going to be. The obvious move is if, if you can, sign and trade him. You know, So he still gets his money, but you actually get something for him. But I'm with you. Like, if I have to choose between signing him and letting him walk, I'm letting his ass walk. Because what do we okay? What do we know about DeAndre Ayton? 
Before Chris Paul got there, everyone was talking about how much of a bust he was. Right? Like when it was just him and Book, yep. DeAndre was not living up to that first overall pick. CP gets there, all of a sudden he looks like a like a very good big man, which I think he's probably somewhere in between there. But CP3 ain't got that many more years left. CP3 will not be in the NBA at the end of DeAndre Ayton's contract. So do you really want to yeah. be tied down to like, what, $40 million is probably what DeAndre Ayton's contract will be pushing and by the end of it? Do you really want nope. that on your books? I personally don't. Maybe – I hope – for his sake, I hope he proves me wrong. But I just – I don't see it. And I, I – like – the player, like the those role players, like I don't want, I wouldn't want to give up the Jay Crowders or the Mikael Bridges or the campaigns, like all those kind of little pieces that when you have now like three max guys on a team that you end up losing. I don't know that I really want to lose them for DeAndre Ayton. I'd rather just start JaVale McGee and nope. spend that money elsewhere. That's me though. I'm not doing it either. I mean, yeah, like you said, when Chris Paul's gone, you're going to have Devin Booker, you're going to have Mikael Bridges, and you may not be able to keep Mikael Bridges because you'll have DeAndre Ayton on the books. You may end up losing him, then you're going to have Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. Is that really going to take you to the promise like, land? We already saw that story. They had a nice, yeah, cute they, little 8-0 run in the bubble to not make the playoffs. Like, we saw that already. Exactly. All right, Joe, let's talk about Facts. the draft. Let's talk about the draft. So... I'm not going to out whoever your source was, Joe, but your source would have lost me a lot of fucking money yeah. if I would have bet his picks me on the NBA too. draft. Bro. But yeah, yeah, that, that shit changed at like the last second. All right, so let's talk about it. It was like 30 minutes. I was like, well, Banchero made first. I was like, what? Yeah, he was like, I, I want to say like two days before the draft started, his his odds started creeping up. And then, like you're saying, like an hour, 30 minutes before the draft, they just shot up. Like somebody got some information and started hammering the money on on Paulo Banchero. So Paulo Banchero becomes the fourth player from Duke to go first overall, joining Zion, Kyrie, and Elton Brand. So, so far, the th- First three have all been good company. I would say worthy. Um, let's yeah. just start with Paulo. What do you what what like? What did you think of the of the decision by the Magic to go Paulo Benchero over? It, it sounded like everyone thought it was going to be Jabari. Okay, but when you start to think about it a little bit, like if you think about the fan base in Orlando, they actually are a pretty good fan base and. They've been taking for so long. It's about Very time. They, they, it's a little pressure. Base as well. Yeah. It's I about time that they start Paulo winning. Benchero's, you know, uh, Mexican That defense. helps. Um, I know that helps. The, the Magic have a big Brazilian influence. So, obviously that not helps. the same as Mexico, but Latin influence. Um, but anyways, go ahead. Yeah, that definitely helps a lot. And I just think if you're the Lando Magic and you got that fan base and you pretty good talent and when you look at like who they have and how they've been taking the last few years there's a little bit of pressure on your it's time for your guests to start trying to win and i thought banchero is probably the most out of the top three guys taken he was the most ready to play like you can plug him in right now and he's going to contribute like he may not be great his rookie year but when you look at his tape he's the most polished ready to go guy i'll say Chero, Jaden, Ivan, and then Johnny Davis to me were like were the three most ready plug in and they can play right now type of guys. The most upside out of those guys. So you, you kind of have to take them number one, especially when you start looking at Jabari Smith's tape a little bit. Like, okay, yeah, knock down shooter, but you can't dribble the ball. And then the, like you're going to be in there. You you a forward. Like you're going to be are playing power forward some too. You're going to have to be able to dribble, get around dudes, and then pull up and take a shot. Like you can't. Just catch and shoot all day long as a power forward in the end three, be a number one pick. Like, that's not going to get it done. You got to be able to dribble. You got to be able to do some moves. Like, shooting is nice. It's easy to sit, stand there and shoot in front of a cone, but what can you do? What other moves do you have? And I think that's the main reason why he kind of fell a little. And then with yeah, Chet, I mean, it's Chet is just Chet. 
the Thunder seemed like they were as long as Chet didn't go one, they were taking Chet no matter what. You know, it's hard to argue with Sam Presti's resume, especially when he's picking this high. Um, I don't know. I don't really this? see Chet. I don't, I don't see Chet. Chet. I see, I see why people are I see why people are enthused. Oh yeah, I mean I get like, it. He's seven foot tall, can shoot. Who, he puts yeah, it on the floor okay. a little bit, but back but back to Banchero. You know what I would do? You know what I would do though if I was going against real quick, if I was a team like was playing against Chet, if I had a PJ Tucker on my team, I would like go get him. Punk him early on. Just punk him early. That's all it's gonna take. All right, dude can't handle any of you you smaller than him and you stronger. Just push him out of there. He can't handle it. Cause he, uh, he don't. He's not that type of guy where he's just gonna turn around and shoot it. No, he's gonna try to be finesse. Not gonna work. Yeah, I'm, I am one thousand percent with you. To me, he looks like somebody that you could very easily just use some physicality and take him out the game. I, f- I feel like we saw yeah. that in college too. Like, I'm not gonna pretend like I, I watched a ton of. I don't watch a ton of. I watch SLU play college basketball, and then you know I grew up rooting for Duke, so I, I do watch Duke. A decent amount, especially last year, with it being Coach K's last year. But like, I saw, I probably watched like five Gonzaga games, and like, obviously, I'm only watching. Well, they don't them, come like, on until ten o'clock at night anyway. anyway. Oh yeah, man! Like, I'm watching like their big matchups, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, it just seemed like every big matchup, Chet got in foul trouble, and just could not. He just really couldn't make an impact on the game. Like, I'm sorry, but it's gonna get tougher. <laughs> it's good. It's gonna get harder. Now maybe he fills out a little bit. But the thing is, I see a lot of people trying to compare him to KD, and to me, that's just disrespectful to KD. I agree. Do pe- people just do not remember what KD looked like at Texas. Like, KD was a different— t- Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Like, one, like the, like, the foot speed and quickness and change of direction is so noticeably different from Kevin Durant in college and Chet Holmgren in college. Like I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not oh, saying Chet can't be an effective player. Like there, there's, there's plenty of ways for him to be an effective NBA player, I, but like the comparisons that I'm seeing are just wild to me. Now back to Paulo. Chet Holmgren wasn't even the best player on his Gonzaga team. Oh, Drew Timmy was better than him, and Drew Timmy didn't make didn't even. Yeah, he went back to college. What I'm saying, exactly ridiculous. He wasn't even the number one option on his own college team. I, I can't stand that Drew Timmy. I just, it just makes me want to like throw up <laughs> thinking about him. <laughs> um, no, Paulo, which is interesting. I, I honestly didn't see like number, like hope he does well, but I honestly like the Paulo thing. I'm not, I'm not really in on it. I don't think he does anything. He doesn't great. pop. I think he oh, does about everything. Good. Like, I don't think there's anything that he does bad. And so, like, to your point, like, I think he'll be able to make an impact in the NBA right away. He's got a big body. He, he's going to be able to take contact. I think he'll finish on the rim well. He's a good playmaker. He's a willing passer. But I just, like, I don't know. The, the games that I watched, I probably watched 12, 12 Duke games last year, mostly big games plus the tournaments. One, I just – I don't believe in the jump shot. Like, I didn't even really believe in his college three. So, like, I'm a little worried about him stretching yeah. the floor in – in the NBA, Fair. like to me, he almost seems like a Jabari Parker light. And like, I thought Jabari could have been a, a pretty good NBA player if he didn't get hurt Ooh. so much. But like, to me, like Jabari was quicker, more explosive. Like Paulo to me, like needs to be kind of a, I'll say Jimmy Butler type player where he's going to, you know, use his physicality, live in the lane, mid range. Like that's probably what, where he makes his living. I don't think he'll ever be the defender I that agree. Jimmy is. Like, cause I, I, again, I don't know that his foot speed is quite there. So I don't know. Like I liked, I didn't like any of them is like a number one overall pick slam dunk. You got yourself a superstar. I didn't see that. In any of, I think the person I honestly might have the best shot at that is Jaden Ivey. I think he's got the best I agree. shot at being a superstar. Now, do I think he will be? I'm not sold either. Um, that's gonna be fun though. I think that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm right. Oh, yeah. Did big, you like that though? I was real. Yo, yeah, his mom's from his mom went to Court Hazel in St. Louis, big time. She played in the WNBA. She's the coach for Notre Dame women's basketball. But I was surprised that okay, I knew I was a little surprised that he fell. I thought the Kings would take 
like him. But the fact that he went to, I was surprised about because you got Kay Cunningham. Jaden Ivey's like Russell Westbrook. He's ball dominant. He's going to run all the way down the lane and dunk that bitch. Or he, gonna, he can shoot the ball up way better than Westbrook. So I was like, that kind of didn't make sense to me because you got Chet. I mean, Cunningham's a little bit more slower. He's not really that fast break type of guy. And he, but he's a good point guard. Yeah, he's a good I, facilitator. I, I think Are you Detroit to move him to shooting guard and then have Ivy play the They have so, so much young talent. It's ridiculous. That, that's that, all it that, is. That's the thing, though. Detroit is in their stage right now where it's not like they're like one piece away, right? Like they just need to get as yeah. many talented players and maybe they don't work out. Then they then they trade one to, to round out the roster better until trade you figure out which one is the guy. You know, because like I'm not sold on Cade Cunningham yet to be that guy. I thought he had a Me great either. rookie year, and I thought every I thought every month he looked like he was starting to understand the game a little better. So I'm high on Cunningham. I think he's going to be worthy of that number one pick in that draft. Mm-hmm. But he's far from like, you know, we're talking about best player in a given mm-hmm. draft. In the NBA does not mean you're a superstar. Mm-hmm. So no, I, yeah, better. I liked it. I thought Jabari Smith would have been a and great then, pick. And then before they, we move on, go for it. For who? The Magic. I think. I think because you just you just drafted Jalen Arizona. You just and you Magic. you brought in uh, what's his name Fultz Fultz from Philly mm-hmm. after the all this fuck like and they have Cole. Yep. They got a lot of guards. So pairing them with a talented big man who. I don't necessarily disagree with what your like assessment of Jabari Smith, like good catch and shoot. The one thing that I think you need to highlight with Jabari Smith, I think he's got the best defensive potential out of everybody in that draft. I think he's going to be one of those guys like like Evan Mobley last year. Yeah, like, he's ba- long. like Bam for the Heat, switch one through five. It's a chess piece that is so valuable in the in the NBA right now. So that's why I think I would have gone Jabari. But I'm not. I'm not. Ma- I'm like. I'm not mad about them going Paulo. Like I think there there is potential there. If that shot gets consistent, uh, he becomes a very different player. But what were you gonna say, Joe? Uh, the Benedict Mathorin. I think that's how you say his last name from uh, from Arizona. I don't oh, know why. Everybody loved his dude. I don't think he's gonna be in the league in four years. People like him so much. I sit there and look at him. I don't see one thing now. I'm like, this guy should be a top, top 10 pick. So I'm, I'm really not going to pretend to know anything. I literally I about the not watch one Arizona, Arizona guy. I'm like, they're good. Also fair. I'm not, I, I literally but, have not seen him play a single game. The only thing I know about him is that he afterwards, and, and I'm hoping I'm not getting duped by a fake quote. I don't think I am. Where he said, LeBron's going to have to see him. It. He said, I think I'm going to be the best player in the league. Very similar. Chet also said, like, in two months, me, when asked, like, who's the best player in the league? In two months, me. Shut the fuck up. You weren't even the best player on fucking Gonzaga. All right? Talk about best player in the NBA. All right. But, yeah, this guy. And I don't LeBron's think you want that heat because them him. players see that shit. Boy, LeBron don't even know you. At oh, all. Dude, you're like, you're half Who? LeBron's age, and he don't know you. Miss me with all that bullshit. Not even a little. These kids, these see. Hey, I, I didn't like uh before we I wrap it up. Shit I did like Johnny Davis going to the Wizards. Yeah, Johnny Davis. I, I, I love him Johnny going Davis. to the Wizards. Is that Tennessee? Like that pick. Is Johnny Davis, Tennessee, or is he Auburn? Wisconsin. Wisconsin point guard from Wisconsin. Duke, Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. He's a Big Ten player. I'll need to look him up. Thirty year too. Dude's legit. That means nothing to me. That overrated ass fucking conference. Nice skin, dude. Yeah. I am a little worried about him finishing at the rim in the NBA, but besides that, he's pretty good. All right. I'll check him out. All right, Joe. And then you know after that, the draft was just kind of lame, to be honest, after that. Love or violence? I agree. I'm going to tell you right now, Joe, I got a sneaky feeling about. Uh, Nikola Jovic, Pat Riley said he's going to get his, his jersey hung in the rafters. Pat Riley doesn't usually miss when he says that. Just saying. He said that about, like, did he say that for one real? other person? Mm-hmm. 
He said he's like shaking the jersey in the Raptors. Wait, how you not Nikola Jovic? So, you actually say it different? Jovic. Jovic. J-O-V-I-C. Spelled the same, isn't it? No, V. V O V I. Oh, there's a V. Oh, there's the V. Nice. There's a V. That's right. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, he kind of looks like. Oh no, yeah, they too, said they. To be honest, I saw. I saw. I saw the me. I saw the. There's a meme on Twitter, and it was like Markeith Morris gonna. It was like I'm looking at a paper like <laughs> Jokic bad, Jovic good. <laughs> that's funny. But all right, Joe. You know how we end the show. Love or violence. Yes, Talk to me. You choosing love. You choosing violence today. I, man, I'm taking violence, and I'm. I mean, whoo, Lord, the Lakers don't piss me off so bad that I said Clippers. Ain't that a bitch? That's how disturbed I am with the damn Lakers. It's. I don't even know what to say, bro. To the fact that you legit interested in Kyrie Irving, like you, you went from the the whole. I don't. Even, oh my God, bro! It was such a train wreck to have. And you really think you're going to try to get rid of him and then bring Kyrie Irving in? Like, you don't think that's going to be like, not too old to be dealing with this nonsense? Man. They doing the same thing they did when they had Kobe. They wasting the last few years of greatness, and I just don't understand, man. Whew, if I'm LeBron, I'm out of there. Got to go, bro. You really got to go. Oh, yeah. oh, please don't. I'm playing that last. I'm playing that last one, season and no, two one. Please don't. Please. I'm gone. Go, please. And stop bringing up the Cleveland too. He's not going back to Cleveland, but shit, it's gonna be better than playing for the Lakers in two years. I can tell you that. I'm pissed off at the Lakers. They so dumb as fuck. Oh, man, I could, what they gonna I, do I next year? They're not gonna be that bad. He ain't GM in this all season, and he finna show you exactly what happened when he don't GM. They still do. It. Oh man, I'm so mad. They, I'm tired, of people, bro. The Lakers fans out here really thought that they was going to get a million dollars. Like, bro, you couldn't even get Michael Brogdon. You're going to get Kyrie for six million. Man, it's, it's so absurd. I, don't, I got nothing. It was, it was the funniest I shit I saw on NBA, on NBA Twitter because I'm just sitting there and like, I'm like, wow, there are real life people that think Kyrie Irving is going to play for six million dollars. And Woj is out there gassing them up like, oh, the Lakers are, yeah, they're the only fucking pers- people, uh, team pursuing Kyrie because no one knows what the fuck Kyrie's going to do. Like, I love, like, I have, until the anti-vax shit, I have defended Kyrie his whole career up until that, which I still think Me was too. stupid. Me. I don't Me think Kyrie, too. I don't think Kyrie overall That's is a bad fun. person. Like, I think he is, in the grand scheme of things, a great person, great human i think his his anti-vaxxing was really stupid he got stubborn but i don't i wasn't even sure i wanted the heat to get him like the heat were up you know we're one of the town like i don't know i really don't know because i don't know if i can depend on kyrie irving to show up when he's supposed to show up and that's not actually being able to play and perform it's like is he actually gonna play the fucking game like that's 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 the only thing I think I do think some of it's like the one thing that's annoying me is the people that like have like an agenda against Kyrie where they talk, they try and bring up like all the missed games. I'm like, all right, like there's no mandate next year. So Falls I guess, out. it's the if he shows up. Yeah. And like, again, like I, I think like now that the, the vaccine mandates are being lifted, like there's not really a risk of him not playing. Like I would, again, I would have been overall happy if the heat got him, but oh, Kyrie. But the Lakers fans, I thought he was going to sign a mid-level exception. I, I got, I got a bridge to sell you. I'll put it to you like that. I, I, I'll, I'll sell you a bunch of shit if you think Seriously. Kyrie Irving is going Sounds to like a Laker sign fan. for some six million dollars instead of thirty-six million dollars. But all right, I'm choosing violence. I am going outside of the sports world, Joe, because it is just a to me, it's a fucked up time in America. The Supreme Court is just. Trying to turn America into some fucking theocracy here, and I'm just I'm not for it. Um, I know the the headliner is obviously Roe v. Wade, but that's that's not the only thing they've done. So everyone needs to like pay attention to everything else that they're fucking overturning. Because the day before they overturned Roe v. Wade, they said that 
uh, yep. New York New York did not have states' rights when it came to making their own gun laws, but then said abortion should be handled by the state. So, in a sense, in America, women have less rights than guns. So that's, I mean, that is so America uh, at times, but, you know, this is what happens when you have a corrupt politician get elected uh, and he gets to nominate three fucking Supreme Court justices in his in his fucking four years in office. So it it is what it is. It's America. Oh. And then today we had the, the whole thing with the public, you know, public school teacher uh, being oh, wait, allowed but, oh, to Oh, he leave. can't do it. Yeah, pick a Supreme Court Oh, no, yeah. Obama should have been able to nominate one. Um, and then the real fucked up thing was like the same logic then should have been applied at least to the last, to Amy Coney Barrett, who Trump got to a, anoint. Uh, he, that should have at least gone to the winner of the election, which ended up to be Joe Biden. Huh? Wouldn't have mattered because it probably just would have been 5-4 instead of 6-3, but, you know, damage was done. This is why all elections matter. This is why when right. people, I don't know, I'm seeing people like, somehow blaming joe biden for this which i'm not the biggest joe biden fan in the world myself but um like this damage was done by allowing trump to have four years of presidency not joe biden right now but anyways and and, you know i'm praying it is pride month and i am just sitting here putting up prayers for all of our lgbtq plus community because yeah the same logic i think they're going to apply to the griswold case which is what you know, legalized same-sex marriage. So, you know, I'm praying for y'all. I, you know, it's obviously not something that affects me, but uh, praying for y'all. And I mean, I mean, who knows what's not the only thing that's saving, like bro. I think interracial Brown versus the Board of Education. The Clarence, next, bro. No, nah, they're not gonna do that. But you know, elite. They might like, as well. They're going like, back fifty years on everything else. Shit. I mean, you're right. Like, I should, I shouldn't say anything's off limits because of who we're fucking dealing with. But you know, the other one I was bringing up was like the the public school teacher that was like leading school, like basically mandating prayers after I think it was football games. Um, Again, obviously, no one is no one is saying it's not okay for the coach to pray, whether it's on the field, off the field, after a game. It's the fact that he's a public school teacher. You're a public school teacher forcing players to do that that's what's wrong not prayer i'm yeah. not saying prayers you bad. can have prayer after game all you want force people to do it though it has to be an option force or pressure you can like stay i don't with care us pray like, or leave yeah and there nope. can't be any ill will towards well, people it, that say okay i'm leaving you know what people who who have a problem with who don't have a problem with it you know what i say what would you do if that coach was muslim and he had Stop and turn to the west. Oh, yeah, I was, I was just about to bring that up, Joe. I can't wait. I hope every single <laughs> Muslim, Muslim coach starts forcing their players to fucking prayer, pray to Allah right after the game. I, I hope that happens. Like, I hope every, hope every Muslim teacher leads Pratt leads class with a mu- Muslim prayer. Hope every Jewish teacher leads class with a Jewish mm-hmm. prayer, like just to make sure. That we're really all about religious freedom and not just trying to turn this into some Christian theocracy. Because again, right. I am a Christian. I just don't. What's think the be difference? On everybody, between, like you know, uh-huh. it's uh, just ahead. like you know, like, these same people have problems with the, these uh, golf and the money from the Live Golf Tournament in Saudi Arabia. It makes us different from Saudi Arabia for putting reason for legal issues. Like you're telling me oh, that women can have an abortion because I personally have a big. What's the issue. difference between saying I, I can? Have you you have to wear a, a shot over your eye, your face. I mean, but yeah, I'm just saying it's they stone women and they kill gays. The Quran says you're not supposed to be a certain the difference. I don't. I'm pretty sure I don't remember the Bible saying you can't have an abortion. Oh, of course it didn't say that. I mean, the Bible, the Bible is just the Bible is just a medium. The Bible is just a medium for for people in power to justify why they're going to oppress people. That's that's what that's what people use the Bible for. Like whenever you hear a politician reference the fucking Bible, like it, it's it's never in good faith. It's always just as a justification to do some fucking things that they want to do. But yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not quite with you on the live tour. I, fuck them. 
Um, I understand that like America is very complicit in what goes on over there. That's a lie, Will. No, damn that, Will. If Saudi Arabia came to you right now and need someone to track statistics for us, I will give you $300,000 to track the statistics of our golfers. I'm not saying it wouldn't be tempting, but I think I would pretty – I'm pretty confident saying I would turn it yes, down. Man. That's I, all I'm my, saying. My, my, no, but no, my biggest, my biggest point think, though, about my it. biggest point is though the people that are. I'm not mad at like the like the little, not as mad at like the Kepka brother, right? I'm mad at the Phil Mickelson. That money does. Yeah, right. That's not life changing money. You've already made life changing right. money, and so you are going to now be complicit. I mean, he did lose sixty in, million dollars in washing. gambling. That's his own fault. Like you, you fucked that up. That that yep. doesn't give you an excuse to go, yep. you know, to go wash money for, you know, people running blood money. Like they're, they're they're running blood oil money through the live golf tournament to to clean it up. Like that's what they're doing. It's a money laundering scheme. Oh. That's why they're putting all soccer teams. Like oh. a, a lot of those countries, that are doing some pretty fucked up things. Their oil are, are washing their money. With I'm sports. saying if you're Dustin Johnson, you're Dustin Johnson. Six million in your career from EGA, and you get offered 125 million just to show up. I mean, that's hard to turn down. I, don't, <laughs> I can I'm understand. I'm not saying it's not hard to turn down, but these guys, but these I don't guys know what make, I would do. Like these guys make so much money. Like I just, I just really don't think that it's gonna make like that noticeable of a difference to them. Hey, like you're, the you're, reports you're already are buying that they you want to do. Tiger almost a billion. That's true. They almost and, they. And what the reports I've seen, it was like 800. To 900, 900 million, I saw 900 million, 900 like, million no to thing. a billion, and Tiger said, nah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. To me, that, like the ones that I see going over there just like are the exact example of people that I just think are purely selfish, only think about themselves. Like that's yep. exactly what I think of what I think of Phil, Kepka, Deschamps. Like, th- like that's exactly who I DeChambeau, think those people yeah. are. Dustin and Johnson, Sergio Garcia, all of them. Yeah, like it, it, like it's just like confirming a lot of things for me. Like I can, like I don't know, money is just not like obviously you need money to to live and to support yourself, but it's just never going to be that important to me. I don't think capitalism, I don't think, baby. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not too, but I would definitely think about it. I honestly don't know what I would do in that situation, but I think. That's a lot no, I mean, I'm not going to say it's an easy decision, you but I, I think for like a guy like Phil or Dustin Johnson, who's made ungodly amounts of money, uh, I don't have a lot yeah, of sympathy for seriously. that. Seriously. <laughs> but all right, y'all. How much is 50 extra million dollars really going to affect when you already got 50 million? Not at all. But 50 million is 50 million, so right. I, I hear you there. But all right, let's call it an episode, Joe. Until next time, we'll have some more off-season check-ins when we uh, yes, hop on here again. Three to possible. We're signing out.